With Secret Outlast, you can go for a jog and smell like you didn't. With Secret Outlast, you can go for a jog in the middle of August and smell like you didn't. With Secret Outlast, you can go for a jog in the middle of August and accidentally finish first in a fun run. We have a new winner. And smell like you didn't. With Secret Outlast, you can do anything life throws your way and smell like you didn't. Secret provides 72-hour odor protection. Available in sticks or sprays. Secret works. Uh, Kenny Rogers, how are you, sir? I want to hear the first of that story. Oh, <laughs> you, you, I, you, you ever seen, you know, Danny Bonaducci? Have you ever seen the Partridge family? Oh, I know Danny Bonaducci personally. Really? Yeah. This is John Heffron. He used, he's a comedian. He's in town, and he used to work with Danny, and he was telling us a, a horror story that a fist fight started out in the, while they were interviewing Janet Jackson. We should try that. We're on the phone with Kenny. You guys yeah. get on it. <laughs> uh, pl- pleasure to have you on the show, uh, Mr. Rogers. Oh, thank you so much. I'm excited. I hear your weather's going to be 85 degrees down there today. The rest of the world is getting uh, whacked with storms and snow, and it is beautiful here. It is uh, fantastic weather. Kenny Rogers is going to be at Bush Gardens on, on Saturday. You'll get a chance to go out and see him perform. Uh, can I give you an idea, uh, Kenny? This morning when I was announcing that we are on the show, I went around the room. I'm 43, Galvin's 43, and then we have some younger people in here. What do you think you're most famous for among the generations probably the gambler i mean the the gambler was what i would say and and that was the commercial and all that stuff but we went around the room i i I, when i in the 70s i had i had gambler i had uh islands in the stream i had all these songs that were crossover hits that my mother would be hearing on the am or fm radio at the time and then the young kids uh, Seinfeld. Seinfeld and Kenny Rogers Roasters is like the number one thing. That's interesting because I would not have guessed that in a million years. I thought the Seinfeld show was really funny. I thought they did a great job with it. Jerry opened for me when he first got started and that's what part of this. So one of the stories, there were two different stories on there where we kicked him off of our bus. He thought that he got to ride on the bus from city to city. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how it works, Jerry. No, but he he was so funny at the time. Uh, John Heffron has a Kenny Rogers story. I have a Kenny uh, for you, Mr. Rogers. First off, I would like to say the very first Tonight Show I ever did was with Dolly Parton. Oh, really? And so my dad thought that that I officially had made it made in it Hollywood. Out, yeah. Right, is because yep. I sat on the on the. Uh, you know, on the couch, and Dolly touched my knee. Wow! And my dad's like, "You don't know." But my dad came. Yeah, that gets to- me excited. I know, right? <laughs> but, but I have two really quick Kenny Rogers stories. So when I first started doing stand up comedy in 1989, uh, my dad didn't know that I did stand up comedy. I just didn't. He's a teamster. He's a truck driver. I'm like, I'm not going to tell my dad I'm doing stand up. Right. Like, it was a weird thing. Yeah. So then he came and saw me perform, and I'm wearing jeans and a t-shirt. Okay. Here's my. Here's why. Here's why I think about. Kenny Rogers almost every single night and I'm not kidding you Miss Rogers so here's the deal uh, my dad goes you were funny that was a, so he gave me the approval yeah, he, he goes but you can't dress like that on stage and I go well, you know keep in mind I'm 19 or 20 years old right. I go what do you mean he goes every time I've seen Kenny Rogers perform live 
He's always been dressed to the gills. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he's always been, he's always had a nice. He's a man you, of class. And if you're going to get on stage and perform in front of people, you have to have that attitude that you care enough about the crowd that you're just not throwing on a t-shirt and jeans and walking in front. You right. have to iron. You have to put on a nice shirt. So now even, so I'm a 45-year-old man, never met Kenny Rogers. My dad mentioned this to me one time when I was 18. Every corporate event that I perform at, I look at my suit and I go, I'm going to wear cufflinks. I'm going to be Kenny Rogers. I literally (laughs) say that in my head, even though. So like every show when I decide to go, I'm going to be a bit of a slob this show. Oh, you can't. My dad's voice of. You set the standard, Kenny. Well, you have to tell your dad I wear jeans now. (laughs) (laughs) But you've made it. You've made it. You. Yeah. <laughs> you. That's true. You reach a certain level of success one day. You're like, throw those goddamn cufflinks out. <laughs> and the first laugh I got uh, also went with Kenny, Kenny. And then I'll shut up. I promise. Oh, you. So here's my first joke that I ever told that that I got laughs at. And I don't know how old I was. Uh-huh. Let's say five or six. Okay. My grandma was driving me to someplace. I go, and my grandma's name was Lucille. So that that all play. And so I look at my grandma and I go, hey, grandma. Uh, there's a woman like you driving and one time she was driving and then her left wheel started wobbling and then it fell off and then she's like okay and then I go then she was driving a little more and then her right wheel fell off Uh and then her back left wheel fell off and then her last wheel left started wobbling and grandma you know what the woman said and then my grandma goes what you picked a fine time to leave me loose wheel. Oh. <laughs> I was destined I was for greatness. I, I was five years old. I'm killing it. <laughs> Gosh, it's nice to know I'm such a big part of your life. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> how, how ironic that he's in here in the uh, in the studio with us today. Kenny Rogers is going to be at Bush Gardens uh, this weekend. You'll get to go out there and perform. Can I? I you have to be rich. How could you still want to go out there and and be performing like this as, as much as you do? Well, basically, I have identical twin boys that are 10 years old. Bush Gardens. Oh, <laughs> that's a good way to rope them in, and we can get them on the coasters. We can get Kenny to come over here and do this. How you? How old are your boys? They're 10 years old. Oh, man. you! I, to think, I hope when I'm your age, I'm still making sweet love to girls to have 10-year-old twins. Yeah. You think you're shocked? <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, they, they, no, the, the internet... Yeah. play ice hockey. Oh, they play? Yeah, they're so afraid to be checked, though. So they're 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 getting to be really good skaters. Uh, they're learning how to play, but it's so much fun to watch them. Oh, I, I bet uh, the internet says you're worth two hundred and fifty million dollars. That's got to be close to right, right? How the hell would they know? I don't know. <laughs> That's why I always ask celebrities when we look. We want to get an idea of how much it says they might dial in. They always undersell me. I don't know why. Undersell? Oh, wow. <laughs> just kidding. Hey, can, I, just kidding. can I ask you a personal question? I, 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 I just assume, you mentioned Dolly Parton. I just assume you've made sweet love to Dolly Parton. Is that Would that be real or no? No, but I like the thought, so we can... <laughs> no, she and I kind of made a pact when we started out that the only way this thing would work is if we kept our distance from each other. You know, she was married and I was married, and we just figured that it was better to flirt with each other, and that's what we've done for 30 years. Really? That relationship has lasted. Have you ever seen him? The, the, have you ever seen her topless, at least? 
No. Oh, I think you're lying. <laughs> why would she want to show me that? Why? Know? Why would most women in this in the she 70s showed me at the Tonight Show? I don't know. What <laughs> else we had a great time. All the all the stories about her was that she's like a little firecracker, and so, she has no problem talking about them. And uh, that's why I picture her to be the one to just pop one out to get your attention. She may be, but we our relationship was based on music and admiration. And I know that sounds crazy, but it was we it was something that uh we chose not to do. We were both married at the time and didn't want to betray that. So I had met her husband once and she had met Marianne several times. And but, the, uh, and in the, during those years though, I don't know how a guy like you because really, in in that time, the height of your success, and you were the one like the smoothest guy. And if you had that voice, I mean, you must have had ladies everywhere. Well, now I just told you I was married. Well, I mean, after yeah. that, I mean, you uh, want me to say to you, yeah, I was married and I didn't mess with Dolly, but I had ladies everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I didn't. I didn't mean like I didn't mean you had hoes in different area codes. I meant just like that. Everywhere you went, it must have been hard to be a married guy. Is what I was trying to say with the admiration that you would get from women. It was hard, but I did it. Yeah, well, I don't know if I could have pulled it off. This is uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know that I could have either, but you know, <laughs> um, all I can tell you is it was a great era. I, I, I bet. Uh, now, let me ask you about Lionel Richie. Uh, were you guys uh, like the... did anything with each other. We... <laughs> <laughs> No, I didn't. I didn't suspect that. Uh, you guys had a good friendship or, or just a working relationship or what? We had a really good friendship. I I think I brought him out from Tuskegee to live in Los Angeles because I told him, Lionel, you're not going to make it from Tuskegee. Right. So he came out, and, and he had written Lady for me, and uh, I think he made more money off of Lady than he made in 10 years of working with the Commodores. Wow. And uh, he ended up buying a really big house and personally I think he should give me part of that house (laughs) (laughs) now I heard a song earlier I played a little on the air where you guys sang that song together right I think that's fantastic that's good it it was so much fun yeah because the two of you we were trying to honestly to decide which one we liked better and uh, everybody was like down the middle because they bring it's such a great song I don't know I, 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 it's such a great song sung in both uh, uh, different ways but to hear you guys do it together I thought it was great now the, the gambler uh, the, with, especially with this new commercial that's got that's that'll be for years and years and years to come when your 10 year olds are in their 50s you'll always you'll always be known by that that's got to be a good relieving factor to know yeah and that's the reason I did it because I First of all, I thought it was very funny. And then secondly, it's one of those things that I went to a hospital yesterday to have a blood test run. And the lady said, you don't have to introduce yourself. I saw the commercial. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good. Thank you. I'll I'll tell you, though, you know, you've uh, spanned, uh, you've had a great career when your success spanned multi-generations and they all know you for different things. It it is interesting. And uh, the first edition was a great era in my life because I get a chance to experiment with some stuff and, and just drop in and see what condition my condition was in. People still love that song. Yeah. yeah. Are you amazed now with uh, how mainstream country music is? Yeah, well, I mean, everybody blamed me for doing that in the first place. But, <laughs> you know, the theory, this is a business. And I had a conversation with a country music 
board one time and I said, look, guys, what you guys need to do is quit whining. You need to do one of two things. Is country music an art form or is it a music? Yeah, I mean, or is it a business? And if it's an art form, kick everybody else out that doesn't sound like Hank Williams. Right, right. Business, you need to take, you need to protect that. And I knew because I've studied this business inside out, and nobody lasts forever in a genre. So if you can change, and when I went with Barry Gibb and then with Lionel, I took on a whole different sound and attracted a lot of people to country music that might not have gone otherwise. Oh, I I grew up in New York. I can't imagine. We didn't didn't even know if we had a country station there, but I certainly knew all your music because it was was crossover hits and we got to hear it all the time. Would you ever do one of those albums like Tony Bennett does or Frank Sinatra did where you sing with contemporary artists now doing your songs? We're actually talking about doing an album like that, but I I think Lionel's album was one of the most brilliant albums I've ever heard because he did songs everybody loved with people everybody knew and it was a great thing so what I may try to do is do something with like Pharrell or Usher and those guys but I want to do one of their hits wow Wow, that'd be be interesting pretty good that would be unique and uh, I've, I've got a group on my Christmas album have you heard Home Free I have not Look them up. Okay. An acapella group, you know, like Pentatonics. Sure. But they're sure. really kind of country-oriented, and they are amazing. And they're going to sing with me on the Christmas album. Good. All right. Well, good. Kenny Rogers is uh, is still making uh, music, and you can get a chance to go see him at Bush Gardens on uh, Saturday, March 21st. It's Saturday at 6 o'clock. You can get tickets at SeaWorldParks.com, and it is uh, the Bush Gardens Food and Wine Festival. Uh, we learned a lot today. We know that you did not make sweet love to Dolly Parton or Lionel Richie. Right. And that you're worth way more than $250 million. Uh, and it is a pleasure to speak to you, Mr. Kenny Rogers. Thank you so much. I hope if you guys get a chance to come by, you'll say hello. Have a great time this weekend. Thanks a lot. So long. There you go. The gambler himself, Kenny Rogers.